Today, superstars. Thanks so much for coming down and hanging out with us, as you uh, seem to be regularly doing, and we thank you so much for doing that. We have a lot of fun hanging out with you, giving you a little taste of the Portland, Oregon music scene. My name's Mike. This is my house. It's Mountain Air Sound Studios. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Oh, oh wow. I appreciate the golf clap. Wow. That's very nice. How about it, huh? Let's do this thing. Let's get into the live room and say hi to my buddy DC, Dan Cable, everybody. Oh, yeah. my gosh. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. We're doing it again. Another episode of the podcast. Today, we got uh, the Jackalope Saints in the space. I'm super stoked that they, they are here to, to play some sweet bluegrass jams. And, uh, yeah, you guys want to get it going with the tune? Sure. Right on. What are you guys going to start it off with today? Uh, this is a new one. It's called Charlie. Awesome. Touched down outside of town on a Wednesday afternoon. The crowd was there to gawk and stare as that press played to the tone. The summer air was thick and pear with the talk of all he'd done. Oh, Charlie, what a mess that you. Screen to the court hearings and the events that paved between. It's those drunken nights and those public fights and those breakdowns when we're alone. And all we read is what we believe and bring conclusions on our own. Oh, Charlie, what a mess that you.
Yeah, man, Jackalope Saints in the studio today. Uh, a three-piece stripped-down version of the band with us today. We got we got Clinton on the acoustic guitar and the uh, the lead vocal, and and John with the backup vocals and playing a variation of instruments today, including the banjo on that one. And uh, and then we got Steve. He's a, he's killing it in the ISO booth back there on the on the kit, just hanging out. Hanging out. Can't I'm see him, but I trust you. Hold it close. He's Steve. there. I see him. I see him. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Thanks for uh, coming on to the show today. Thanks for having yeah. us. Stoked yeah. to be here. Yeah, this is a um, cool stripped down version of of what you guys do. Uh, I've seen you um, closer to like a seven piece. Yeah. At the yeah, Doug Fur, I saw I saw the show back in May. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and that was that was really cool to get to see you guys as. As the big full band, which is that get up to like eight pieces sometimes as as a full band? Uh, seven is like the max. Okay. Uh, usually six. Right on. So. And you said earlier though that you guys travel kind of as this trio pretty often and are familiar with playing in this. Yeah, this is a comfortable trio. Uh, it's it's easy to get around. It's much easier to get around as three than six. <laughs> six is such an awkward number. There's very few cars that are made for six people, except for like vans, and we don't really have like a full van. We've right? Got yeah, like a trailer and cars. So. Yeah, three sounds much more manageable. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty comfy. I've ridden in the back of a Subaru all the way up to Port Townsend before to get all six of us up there <laughs> while pulling a trailer. That was nice. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I stumbled upon you guys in an interesting way. Is kind of um, uh, Spotify is sort of to thank, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the the dude that works as the the baker at the bakery that I work at. Um, we're always playing music in the back, and he's a big fan of The Devil Makes Three. And oh. he was just listening to that radio station, and a Jackalope Saints song came on. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a good um, association. <laughs> And just kind of had no idea like who you guys were, and didn't know that you were a Portland band or anything at that point. So um, I was I was just going through maybe I don't know. I think it was like at the White Eagle, and you guys had a show like listed on there, and I was like, "Hey Matt, like these guys are playing in Portland. <laughs> it's like they're a Portland band." Like, and then yeah, I would go to find out that that you guys are from here, and then uh, yeah, just kind of reached out to you to see if uh, you would be down to maybe do this show and. Now here we are finally like right. making it happen, but uh, yeah, it was just kind of a cool way to to stumble upon a band, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... You, you were at that. I I think I remember meeting you at that show, right? Yeah. At the uh, at the White Eagle one. I was not at that actually. Ah uh, well, that's <laughs> <a> Doug Fur. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, and then I saw you guys play the Doug Fur, and that was very cool. But uh, yeah, I don't really know too much about the band. Um, I know that you guys have been around for like five or probably close to six years now I think we're at six now and yeah. um like i'm i'm familiar with what you have released or what at least what is available on the band camp and stuff like that and i definitely want to like talk about some of those records but uh how did jackalope saints start started as uh jr bassist i worked with him uh a long time well i've known john the longest john and i met it in high school and john actually helped like teach me how to play guitar and then uh but Jay and I were just messing around and talking about Pickathon and whatnot, and I had never been, and 
Jay's gone a lot, and uh, this is like seven years ago now. And so we started talking. We had similar interests in music. I had just started writing songs, and John was my roommate at the time. And so uh, we just kind of started playing music like once a week. And then, uh, yeah, so it started as the, pretty much the three of us. Yeah, well, those those living room sessions were kind of just jam sessions, and then... Uh... And then um, there was like y'all got a gig at the Mount Tabor Theater back when it was, um, yeah, I you know I guess it was what, what was it Sabalas Mount Tabor? No, it was before that. Or, it was before uh, Sabalas. Um, I think it was just Tabor Theater. Just Tabor Theater, yeah. And uh, it was like you know, I didn't actually know the songs yet. These were like f- super fresh, <laughs> and Clinton just asked me to sit in, and so I practiced with him for like a couple afternoons, uh, and. It worked out great and just stuck, yeah. you know, and then just the evolution, you know, now, you know, like, oh, you know what we really need is a fiddle. You know what we really need <laughs> is a drummer. You know what we really need is a... Organs keyboards and keys and trumpets and, and <laughs> soon it'll be, you know, French horns and full string sections. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And was it, uh, yeah, what, what inspired you to go the direction of bluegrass? Like, were you always writing songs, like bluegrass-type songs? I was always playing acoustic guitar. Okay. And I always knew at least three chords. All right. So uh, the GCD, and that leans towards, you can fake your way through some bluegrass with those yeah. chords. Well, Absolutely. Jay had a, has an upright, like, he used right. to play upright bass, you know, and, and he had a mandolin also. And I had a mandolin, but mine was a, uh, a very cheap uh, mandolin I got for free so i was stoked when he would bring his over and so just that trio of instruments started getting you know like jay and i would you know switch off playing bass and mandolin and then i was playing on a borrowed guitar we started on like (laughs) junk it was it was (laughs) super janky the whole thing just like the the bass that we actually it's it still resides at my house but jay sort of um you know just like let me take it home and never really wanted to have it back never cared to ask for it back because it's got a hole burnt in the side uh it's so leaned up against a house furnace. Against, yeah like this was before any of us knew the base uh but it, it got leaned up against a heater and so it got a hole burnt right in like the corner <laughs> like you know like the the, the 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 waste corner of it nice so structurally the thing is kind of wrecked it doesn't. <laughs> that sound-wise, it probably totally destroyed it as well. Yeah, but that's the first base. His name's Doctor Burnside. <laughs> Doctor Burnside. It got replaced, and it resides in my house. And my son actually asked me if I would play it the other day, and I was like, No, I don't think I'm gonna. I think it'll <laughs> actually fall apart if I even dig it out of the corner it's laying in. So, so how uh, how quickly after forming the band did you guys record that uh, self-titled EP that you released in 2011? I'd say about seven months or so. Okay. Um, we won that recording time. We did a battle of the bands out at uh, Buffalo, Buffalo Gap. Gap. Oh, nice. And so we ended up winning like a day of recording time at Fremont Studios. Cool. And uh, yeah, we hammered that out in a day. It was just like we were all packed. It was before he actually had the, he has a really legit studio built there now, but it was right when he was getting started and we were all just huddled around some mics in his living room. Yeah, just like all live. I think like you know, most most of them were like one or two takes, and it was like, well, good, yeah, 
Yeah. It actually turned out really sweet. I love it. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah, it came on the other day, and I was like, all right, that's pretty... Right. I haven't listened to it forever. Yeah, I it's got, either. It's got like the stripped down feel, but the rawness of the recording is uh like gives it so much character and all the instruments sound like yeah. super like a, nice, a couple man. of overdubs. I used to have this righteous um like fifties uh regal uh resonator guitar and it was so sweet. And then um apocalyptic circumstances uh it fell by the way and that was <laughs> one of my <laughs> that was the beginning of many uh, a regrettable uh, uh, losing of instruments I've yeah lo- I've lost many but I've also got some cool ones too but that was a really hard one to let go of uh, but that's on that first record and uh, yeah that was it fun that was one of like the, the two overdubs I think that we did we did that and some piano yeah. overdubs to kind of like fill it out but and accordion and acc- oh right yeah, but like the core of it was just sitting around, uh, standing around, trying not to move too much. I remember being really hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, High Troubles is uh, my favorite song on that EP. Awesome. I love that uh, that piano break that happens yeah. about halfway through. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so good, Just get super deep with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't usually talk too much about what, like a band name, but... Um, I'm curious to know what your association is with the history of the Jackalope because I kind of went down this rabbit hole last night, no pun intended, (laughs) like of just kind of like doing some research and I found what I found on the internet and I would like to know if you have any connection to uh, Douglas or Ralph Herrick. No, that's the, funny that's story. the developing story. Yeah, Break, is it, breaking news. Yeah, does this seem to be like a legitimate thing? Because I know that's your last name, right? That's my last name. Yeah, so I was just like, is this guy related to I the dude who invite like invented the jackalope? I should start lying and say yes, but we actually came up with the name, and just because I was reading about jackalopes as well, yeah. I hadn't learned about the Herrick heritage of the jackalopes. Yeah, and then so we started playing under that name. And just because I really like the <clears throat> the story of jackalopes being able to mimic any sound. Yeah. And so cowboys would be singing their songs and the echoes coming back would be jackalopes singing back to them. And that's like awesome visuals. Um, <clears throat> so we kind of just played off that, came up with Jackalope Saints. And I realized if you have a band name like that, it's an interesting band name, Jackalope Saints. People talk to you about jackalopes a lot more <laughs> than ever. Than you normally yeah. would, yeah. And so I was like, man, I should probably read up on some jackalope facts. And then in that, we were probably banned for two or three months. And I was like, oh, my God. There's Herrick that invented. Douglas Herrick made the first jackalope. Completely coincidence. Yeah. But I actually have a Herrick jackalope now. That's crazy, man. Uh, I had one. Uh, It was a gift. And when it showed up, it was by Douglas is dead, but his son's still doing it. And I opened the box and I had no idea what was in it, but there was just a l- note on top written by him that just said, I like your last name. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, I, um, yeah. from my understanding, from what I found in my, uh, <laughs> my, my journey of, into this, uh, this information was that, that he just kind of, they were taxidermists, and he like threw the rabbit into the office, and it slid up some antlers, <laughs> and he was just kind of like, we're gonna we're keeping that like we're keeping that like <laughs> awesome. that. Awesome. But yeah, I don't know. And that's accidental uh, vivisection. <laughs> yeah, and there's like all this crazy like folklore around it. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, there's like legit like hunting permits 
And, well, I don't know, legit's not the right word, but there are hunting permits for jackalopes. <laughs> and you can, like, every leap year day, you can officially hunt for jackalopes in Montana or something what? like that. The license comes with, if you order a jackalope, a Herrick jackalope. <laughs> so I have that as well. And then uh, Yellowstone had a story about them, how they, like, they did a April Fool's yeah, joke. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. It's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I heard something kind of recently that there's like a, like a, like a, like a Eastern, like a, like a Jade Road kind of uh legend about a jackalope too like an ancient tale about some jackalope huh. that was like it was like some i wish i could remember how how the guy told me because i told you know it was the same thing i was talking about the band and he's like oh really like the like the mythological and like yeah and he's like you know went on about this weird like central asian like <laughs> uh menace that would like mess with people Perfect. like trying to do trade and stuff I'm like that's Totally never heard that before, but it sounded cool, and I like stuff like that. So it was a fun little, uh, little beveled edge to our story, That's maybe. Funny. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I've also learned that everybody, every state, likes to take claim for the jackalope. Like, oh, yeah. a lot of people will come up and they're like, "You know where the jackalope's from, huh?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, where do you think it's from? Texas, or New Mexico, or all the uh, Wyoming?" And it's like, "No, guys, it's Montana. No, it's Wyoming. It's Wyoming." I'm well read on jackalopes at this point. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. But we've come up with our own. The, our little logo thing is a long-haired jackalope. We call that the Northwest Jackalope. So. Nice. Awesome. Well, did you guys uh, want to play another song for us? Sure. Cool. Um, I think we're all good to go. We got a YouTube page, everybody. You need to check out the YouTube page. Give it a subscribe. You can see all the the great videos that see Garrett, on YouTube. Garrett's putting together on there. We got uh, hey, we got over thirty videos. I'm sure on there. But wow. at this point, there's Garrett, just so many. Gary's been working hard. Hey man, do you tube? <laughs> Does it show in my voice? <laughs> what you can hear it? What am I wheezy? Um, also, merchandise. Oh, DC. yeah, we got, got the, the baseball tees. We got the Day Cable Presents baseball tees are available. You can wear my big dumb face yeah. around awesome. on, your, on your shirt now. <laughs> the way you say that, my big dumb face. Yeah, Where's well, my big dumb know, face? What a If that's what you're going to do, you got you to gotta humor. <laughs> what a plug. Something. I don't know. Right. Well, get them now they're, uh, while they're hot. Yes, get them while they're hot. Are they still uh, hot? They're very hot. <laughs> they're quite hot. What song are you guys going to play for us? Uh, <laughs> this one's called Great Broken Thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, Jackalope Saints, shredding it up here at the uh, Mountaineer Studios on the program. <laughs> you guys, a uh, couple years back, you guys uh, released the uh, a full-length album. We did, yeah. Called Illuminations of the Mystery uh, Tradition, uh-huh. which was a little bit fuller sound than the, uh, the first EP, right? Yeah, we had met Steve, so we had drums. Yeah, you added some drums to the feel, and then, uh, yeah, man, I... I like uh, like enjoy uh, build a fire on that one. Thank you. Uh, We've stopped playing that one. That one that one's fallen through the cracks. I just like praise the abilities to write like a six minute epic song like that that has all these <laughs> like really lovely like musical breaks to to keep it going. You know. Thank you. And then there's a couple of cool instrumental jams on there too that really show off the violin playing. Yeah, our buddy Gabe wrote all that. We kind of we had the album totally done, and then. He and I were talking, and I was like, it'd be so cool to have an album with like an intro and an outro and an interlude yeah. that just streams every single song together. And he's a composer, and he's like, I can totally do that. Let's do that. Yeah, that was, that was really cool to have those, <laughs> those was, pieces on there. It was super fun to, because uh, like, I mean, some, I think our, our fiddle player reads music uh, fluently, uh, but I don't know if any of the rest of us do. Our trumpet player probably does. Yeah. But that was before we had a trumpet player. I certainly don't read music fluently. Like I can, I can map out a chart, but it'll take me all day. Yeah. <laughs> so like we had to like go into his into our our buddy's studio who had wrote them, and he like he sort of like helped us, like like very very elementary school way. Like hear this note and this note, <laughs> and he just sort of like helped us along and and then watched us blossom. <laughs> into the <laughs> and you know so we, we sort of like he sort of had to transcribe them for us and then we it was really fun to record those instrumental parts i, I yeah. actually really enjoyed that yeah those are super cool pieces to you know round out the album like you were saying and just kind of have something to, to streamline everything together it's it's fun it makes it like one big package together yeah, yeah just, definitely it turns it into a quite the ma- uh, the massive epic uh that i think we hoped it would be yeah i think it worked for sure, and then uh, this year, 2016, you guys released Ivory Ca- uh, Ivory Crown, rather, yeah. which uh, that that album sonically sounds super awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, just I guess it's probably my favorite uh, recording, like the feel of the the band. It's my favorite out of what you guys have recorded. Thank you. I mean, I really enjoy the rawness of that first EP though, because that that's like its own special thing. It seems to be, but yeah, the uh, the Ivory Crown recordings are really capture something cool and like it's just super alive. And the opening track has horns, which like I'm just kind of a sucker for horns. <laughs> yeah, People man. that listen to this podcast know that I like the horns, totally. so That's... <laughs> like definitely ga- like definitely on board with that. And they come in early on that first track, so it was, 
that's like, oh. that's the album that got us horns or got us David because there was one song that I was like, man, we really need horns for this, and so we started playing with David, and we had just played with Sharon, our uh, our fiddle player, for the first time, and so they were only with us for like two months before we did that, if that, and so they like learned and wrote their parts real quick, and then we went into the studio, and then David just started kind of playing on everything. It's like, man, you make all this sound awesome. We need you on all the songs. We don't need you on just that one song. <laughs> That's rad. And did you guys use electric bass on that recording? That was, yeah. Instead of stand-up? Yeah. Like, Jay's. that seemed to, like, make things groove a little bit differently, too. Yeah. For sure. Which was rad. That was right when he made the switch, too, roughly. Yeah, totally. He got he got himself a, a killer bass. and um, Yeah, that was kind of like the, be- the beginning of, of, like, when we... I feel like... As we were making that album, we were sort of finding like, oh, this is, this is more what we mean to do. This is our sound. This isn't like us doing a thing. This is us, and a really cool stage in in uh, evolution, I think. And we've we actually just sort of kept going in that in that direction, and it's it's been really cool. We finished the first time we've ever done that. It was uh, we finished a song writing it in the studio we did uh, cover my tracks yeah we'd never even practiced it but we had an extra day in the studio extra like six hours because we finished up and so we ended up i think it finished the last verse and then we totally broke it down and figured out what we wanted to do practice for like two hours and then or an hour and just recorded it which yeah is, man i think that's my favorite one on the record <laughs> that part where like that fat organ sound comes in with yeah, the horns yeah. it's just he like big, yeah yeah <laughs> He had a Hammond B3 in there with a big whirly. And yeah. that was just so cool. Definitely about that. And then there's the new version of Carpenter's Son, which was on the, the self-titled EP, which is a cool new version of that. And uh, I like Break My Heart a lot because it seems to be kind of like a bluesy departure from what the, you know, what you guys seem to do with like the more bluegrass type sound, yeah. if that's fair. Yeah. Totally. Um, and then, uh, yeah, because of you also has like a really cool vibe. That's a little bit different than some of the other tracks. It's our mariachi influence. Yeah. It's got that Spanish feel to it. It's (laughs) awesome, man. We really seriously talked about like doing that as a mariachi song, like getting like the full thing, but didn't get it together. I want a mariachi band to do it Yeah, (laughs) in like Spanish. It would be so cool. So cool. Yeah. We also talked about doing that with Carpenter's Son, which would be awesome. Oh yeah, man. That's how I think... Because you came to be, it was like, man, we really need to Carpenter sound into a mariachi song. Yeah. And then we just kind of wrote our our own version. It's not mariachi, but our own version of it. Man. And once that you would have been rad. Why, we, should, we should maybe rekindle that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys all uh, from Portland, or did you migrate here from somewhere else? I grew up in McMinnville. Okay. So just like an hour south of here. Right on. What I about was, you, John? I was born in McMinnville, but I never lived there. I grew up. I don't know if any probably Perrydale. It's it's not even a place. It's, it's not even a place. It's a an area of farmlands between McMinnville and Dallas. Okay, I grew up there, and then Dallas. It's a road outside a small. What about town. you, Steve? Yeah. You're gonna have to shout, bud. <laughs> Wisconsin. Oh, the Midwest fella. <laughs> the <laughs> fucking cheesehead. You didn't <laughs> tell me there's a cheesehead coming the in the band. The Wisconsin kid. Hey, oh, the Wisconsin kid back there in the skins. Fucking guys. Yeah, we got a bunch of no Midwest people in, in here the drum now. Room. Just kidding, buddy. I love you. <laughs> then Jay's from Indiana. Sharon's Portland-born. Where's David 
born. I think David was. Was he born in California or was he also Midwest? I love Fortnite. I think he might be Midwest. Maybe he's Florida. Minnesota. He's not. He's he's not Minnesota. Minnesota represented. Yeah, I feel like he's been a lot of places. Is why it's hard to. You know, he has a lot of stories from I mean, a lot of different places. Okay. He's in Japan right now. Yeah. So, case in point. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was really fun to see you guys as a full band. You guys all seem like you're incredibly good musicians. Uh, I heard great things before seeing you guys at the Doug Fur. And I know quite a few people that know you, John. And oh. they had told me, like, oh, John's a beast. Like, <laughs> And, yeah, dude, you're, you're a really fun musician to watch during a live show because you play – a ton of different instruments, and it's cool watching you and Jay as the bass player, watching uh, you guys like switch off yeah. uh, playing bass and stuff. Like, I don't know, it's, it's yeah, very it's, cool. So it's fun, you know. I I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, I've been playing guitar my whole life, like since I can barely remember not playing guitar, but I can I can almost not remember taking an interest in picking up other stuff. You know, like it's just so much fun. Like I I don't know, maybe that's where I sort of have an outlet for any sort of uh attention deficit that might be present you know <laughs> it's like fucking sick of this <laughs> all right i don't want to play that lick anymore i'm gonna go buy a new instrument and <laughs> figure it out sitar yeah for sure man that actually i think that was my first that my, my second instrument might have been no banjo because my dad taught me that way young along with guitar but i think sitar i i painted houses for a summer uh and bought a sitar with my I wish it was uh, just in straight exchange for a sitar. You pay my house, you <laughs> get my you sitar. sitar. <laughs> All right, sure, you bet. I'm in. Right on, man. Well, you, you're definitely a solid musician. Thanks, man. Master Shredder. Where's um, the sitar? I want to hear the sitar now. I'll, I'll, I'll mean, bring like, it. Hey, man, I'll bring it down tomorrow. All right, fantastic. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, let's set up. We'll do this thing again. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll shoot another episode. Yeah, Just cool. you, the, you the sitar. Just you solo, just <laughs> playing the sitar. <laughs> I've actually only performed with sitar twice, and once was at Saturday Market, and some uh, tool from out of town <laughs> asked me to play uh, Within You, Without You. Oh, I thought you were going to say Freebird. No, no he asked... punch him in the face. He asked... No, he's like, do you... I'll give you... I will give you $10 if you know Within You, Without You. <laughs> like, and with this, this arrogance, Just like this, like... Pff- fucking guy doesn't know what he's doing watch this i'm gonna stump this prick yeah, and uh and i knew it because obviously you know i mean sergeant peppers everyone has gone through a sergeant peppers moment in their lives and you know and i'm a huge George Harrison sitar. fan yeah it's like of course i know it dude watch this so he gave me 10 bucks and then the other time was for a wedding and that was rad Word. uh well, we'll hear it tomorrow then that'd be yeah good. i'll bring yeah i could what what uh don't challenge me don't try, don't try. <laughs> i'll bet this i'll do it no. i will bring it i will sit outside your studio and play that sitar in the fucking street man. i'm busking milwaukee man I i'll come <laughs> what gigs do you guys have coming up uh this coming friday we're playing up at uh, tractor tavern in seattle with uh moon doggies which would be a blast right on and then october 1st Mississippi Studios. Yeah, that's going to be awesome, man. That venue I'm is... I'm so stoked for yeah. that one. That'll be... <clears throat> just the lineup is so much fun. We're Who are you guys playing with? Uh, Moondoggies again. Okay. So we're doing double show with them. And then uh, it was just going to be the two of us. And then the Banditos are coming through town. So they're on the bill now, too. Nice. So it's us, then Banditos, and then Moondoggies. And we played with Banditos at a festival a year and a half ago or so. And man... They're... They're so badass. It's like, 
if Janis Joplin started like a badass Texas blues band. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Blues rock band. Right on. You guys got anything else uh, on the schedule? Uh, Deeper than that at this point? Let's see. I think we're... I think we're doing a podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> Best gig of the year. Breaking Still the fourth wall. <laughs> when is that? About it. Yeah, did we? Oh, did we? DCP. Um, space it? Are we just hanging or what? Um, I think we got to go. <laughs> it's like uh, jackalopesaints.com and all that good stuff. For the fine people so that they can follow what you're doing. I, yeah, we got a whole bunch of cool active. stuff. On the horizon. I think yeah. our Facebook's like our most active thing. And then you guys have a sweet band camp, which has, you can listen to all of the albums streaming on there. And then you yeah. guys, you, you can also pay for some music if you, you know, if, if you want to so give these, these fine people some, some dollars for their uh, efforts at making some cool, cool records. It certainly is an option. Um, yeah. And then we're talking new album, hopefully, hopefully within the year. Nice man. Or at least starting to record it. So we've got all the stuff. So right on. Most of stuff. I'm stoked that I was uh, finally able to get you guys in here, man. I've been been looking forward to this. So stoked to be here. And yeah, uh, you know, definitely. Love to get Spotify. The full band in. Spotify brought us together. Hey, thanks. That's so Spotify. cool. That's <laughs> thanks, Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> right Never on. We're gonna tear us apart, man. <laughs> what are you guys gonna play us out with today? This is one of our first ones. This is uh, she made this home.
I'll simply rust away See these floorboards always creak And this roof could devour me Well I hope I go before this I'll simply rust away I said three cheers for the years And a toast to all the ghosts Man, Jackalope Saints coming through on the podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming through, guys. That was that was fun to have you on the program. Thanks for having us. Great to be on the program. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we usually end the show actually with the the guests saying it's a program. So I don't know if you guys want to do it together, or one of you guys wants to take care of it. Go for it, John. But a good it's a program. It's a program. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Thank you, John. Uh, Yeah. That was the Jackalope Saints, guys. Check them out on the uh, Facebook. Give them, a, give them a like there on their page. You know, follow what they're doing. Go check out a live show. That Mississippi Studio show is going to be really awesome. So try not to miss that. Uh, you can find me at DanCablePresents at gmail.com or uh, on Instagram at DanCablePresents on Twitter at DanCable. Uh, holler at me there, you know, if you want to get a shirt or if uh, you want to find out about a live program or... A band Whoa, wants to get on. Those or, live programs, you know, those are good times. Those Thanks. live programs. People was, should be going out yeah, to those. Thanks so much for all the people that came out to that live program. I, um, I don't know where this is falling in, in relevance to, to that show, but oh. we had a blast there at the Way Post, and we had a oh nice gosh. turnout, a very yeah. a very nice turnout. It's a, it's a, it was a lovely-looking crowd. Absolutely. Which is important. Uh, <laughs> if you could give us a nice subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, you know, give us a review. Give us one of those five-star reviews. That really helps the show so we can uh, get more national visibility for these artists that come on. You know, that that's right. helpful. I mean, we're just trying to help the people around town. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pe- more people should know about what's going on here. So right. that's what we're trying to do, right? Absolutely. And then we got that weird pocket of Kansas. With this, with this <laughs> weird pocket of Kansas, like 10 to 25 <laughs> hey people now, from Kansas. shout out to Kansas. Are always listening. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Some Kansas. Jayhawks. Uh, <laughs> Go Jayhawks. Uh, thanks to Garrett Isham putting together all the sweet videos, man. And uh, how about Mountaineer Mike making it sound oh, fresh on the ones about, and zeros? Thank you so much, DC. Oh, thank my lovely lady. Oh, Sit back here. We'll catch you on the flip side, Portland. Hey now, all right, that's how it goes down. It's called Dan Cable Presents, people. 
We do it from the uh, space on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying? We do all sorts of stuff over here at Mountain Air Studios, live sound, recordings, podcasts, voice. So what do you want to do? If it's sound stuff, we can take care of it for you, right? Let's get a hold of me. It's mountainairmike at gmail.com, mtnairstudios.com. Until we see you next time, take care of yourselves, all right? See ya! Dan Cable presents for her. Fucking rad. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that's great. That's fucking rad. What fun. Great to be with the program.